the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is the hour of power. And why is it an hour of power? Because we're working on the noggin. We're working on the noodle. Uh, There's a space between the stimulus and the response. And in that space is your power, is your freedom. And so a lot of what I do on this show is I show you how you have the power. I got the power, right? I hate to go all uh, secular on you, right? <laughs> right? But you do have the power. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave is in each and every one of us. you got to realize that. And God made us uh, it, it to create, right? Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God created. Genesis one twenty six. let us make man in our image and our likeness. So we were made in the, the God class. We were made to create. And this is what's so powerful about our human mind. To think is to create, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Guard your heart for all the issues of life stem from it. Don't you hear it? God's telling you. You just got to hear. And that's what we're going to talk about today because there's a lot of stuff going on that most people are missing. You know, when I was younger, they would, uh, someone would tell a joke and then a few people would laugh and then someone wouldn't laugh. And then you would say, well, that joke went over their head, right? It's an exaggeration. Uh, You know, the words didn't fly over their head. In other words, they really didn't understand it. It didn't click for them. Uh, Maybe they weren't at the intellectual level. Maybe they weren't in the now moment. Maybe they weren't listening at all. Maybe they're just shaking their head, looking at you going, I can't believe this guy's telling this joke, right? See, there's a lot of information going on that we're not aware of. And you got to understand that this is why we have always been taught to question things. The whole basis of education is questioning things. The whole basis of science is questioning. Don't you know there was a dude sitting down and an apple fell from a tree? And he looked, huh, why does the apple fall? Why does it go upwards? And Sir Isaac Newton said, huh, I wonder if every time I drop an apple, it'll fall. And so he questioned why. Why? What makes this apple fall. Why does it go the other way? Why does it afloat? And so that's the whole basis of science. Why? How? Study quantum mechanics. We still don't know why the, some quarks are upside down and some quarks aren't. I do a process in my leadership training where someone can lift you and then I take them for 60 seconds, have them create some images on their mind's eye. And that same person goes to lift them without any change at all and cannot budge them to the ground. It's like they're attached to the floor. I've been doing it 30 years. Can't explain it. Yet, the one thing I know is that person's mind believes it's attached to the floor through the imagery that we put on the unconscious mind's eye. 
And so we learn by questioning things. And many people are unconscious to many things. You've got to realize this. Remember, we are unconscious creatures. I'm not insulting you. I'm giving you fact. We need to get on be, beyond feelings and opinions. I love feelings. And you know i got a lot of opinions. So I'm not saying I don't have them. I'm saying that they shouldn't be the primary way you go to figure things out. Because feelings are nothing more than a, a bunch of chemical responses to what you're thinking about, your breathing, and your physiology. That's all they are. And your opinion is based on the limited experience you have in the knowledge of that issue, of your past, of your experience. You don't know what that other person's been through. You don't know the trauma in their life. You don't know the scars. You don't know who's been molested or abused. You don't know who's been beaten at home or currently as you're talking to them. See, you know none of that information. And so many people are making big, grand decisions based on limited information. And as a warrior, the more information we have, more the battlefield we can see, the more effective we can be. Does that make sense? This, is not, this should not be rocket science. You know, what I like to do is almost like a prosecuting attorney is lay down a case. And trust me, Lee shares with me sometimes, quit interviewing your, your guest like a prosecuting attorney. You know, sometimes I do that. Isn't it true that you did it? <laughs> Isn't it true? <laughs> and Lee asked, okay, you can't lead the witness. Don't lead the witness, right? Well, because when I have someone that's not openly vocal and, you know, I have to pull things out of them, I, I adapt my interview approach. Why? Because I'm working to get information out of this person that's inside of them to you. See, I know the information already. But I could tell you all the information. I spent time with them. I've been in their head and their heart. I've walked in their pain. I've laughed with them. I've cried with them. I've stepped in their shoes. So I have a lot of information. And people think I read their minds. People think, wow, he, 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 must, he reads people's minds. How does he know so much about people? Uh, I used to, my ex-wife, when I, when I used to go pick up my kid uh, from her, sometimes she'd have a nanny, a babysitter. And uh, I found out in court that she told her, her babysitter not to shake my hand, not to touch me, because I can read their mind. So not to look me in the eye, because I can read their mind. And that's silly. Of course I can't. What I do is I see external data. See, we have this internal map reality. That is your, your map reality is all the thoughts. Remember, thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day about your trauma, about your drama, about your life, about your victimhood, about your excitement, about making love to this person, about never uh, interacting with this person again, about how much you hate Donald Trump or how much, wow, Joe Biden's such a great guy. Man, is Joe Biden a great guy. Man, I've never seen a more noble, great guy than Joe Biden. This message brought to you by the deep state, right? <laughs> That's just silly. But what you do know is there's a narrative being programmed. See, this is why you got to become aware of being unaware. And that's what we're talking about today. Because many people are unconscious to many things happening around them and are many times unaware of what is actually happening around them. See, it's when we question things, we find answers. And those answers help us advance to be better prepared and knowledgeable. This is why Socrates said an unexamined life is not worth living. It is in the questioning and understanding that we create awareness. And today I want to unpack this concept called aware of being unaware. When people come out of my training, they're like born again. They like a, a new set of eyes. Things look different. They feel different. They smell different. They, they sound different. They taste different. Now here's the thing. Nothing's changed. Their life is exactly the same as when they left on Thursday. But now it's Saturday and it's 6 o'clock in the evening and everything's different. 
but yet nothing changed. So it's got to tell you something else is going on. There's something else going on. And what you got to realize is we are unconscious creatures. We talk about this, that we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Even a self-actualized person, someone like me who's constantly working to be better, to know thyself, that number might hit 11, maybe 12%. So even someone like me who's, who's aware of being unaware, who has high sensory acuity, whose awareness is, is ba- level of focus is, is on the level of any high-level athlete, still me. I miss a lot. And if I'm missing a lot knowing what's going on, how much are you missing? Remember, there are four levels of learning. There's unconscious competence where you don't know what you don't know, and that's the beginning of learning. Because now you know, just because you're questioning things. That's the beginning of learning. You question. You have unconscious competence. You know that you can't do it, and you can do it without thinking, right? You got to get this. Unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know. That's the key. And then you move up to conscious incompetence. See, now you know. Now you know that you don't know. Now you want to know. So now you start doing some things. Your activity changes. Your capabilities change. Your belief system changes, which moves you to level three of the levels of learning. And that is conscious competence. See, now you know that you know. Now you're getting knowledgeable. But you keep learning. You keep growing. It's a passion of yours. And now you hit that fourth level learning, which is called unconscious competence. Where you know that you can do it, and you can do it without thinking too hard about it. It's like driving home at night after a long day of work. Your mind is somewhere else, but your body's doing exactly what it's been programmed to do. It's hitting the brakes, it's hitting the blinker, it's hitting the gas, it's turning the wheels, turning it that way, turning it that way, and your mind is somewhere else. You're in a bad day or a good night, one or the other. But yet, you know where you are? You're at home. But you never consciously thought about anything. And there you are. Show up at your home. Voila. Not because of alcohol or drugs, right? Because you put yourself in a self-induced trance. So today we're going to talk about becoming aware of being unaware. And when you become aware of being unaware, everything changes. We'll be back in a few minutes. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. 
Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Commerce.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about becoming aware of being unaware. Now, I know that sounds strange to most people. I get it. I get it. It sounds strange to me, and I've been saying it for 30 years. I get it. And one thing I do, when people come to my training, they're scared, um, you know, they're bringing all the trauma and drama from the world. They're they're busy. And then they come in, they meet Mr. Black, who is the buzzsaw. I'm an intense man. Uh, and I'm not interested in being your friend. Uh, God says that there are two paths. Uh, one's narrow. One's wide. The wide one has lots of people on it. They're having fun and they're doing a lot of similar things. And God says that that is not the one you want because what you realize or not is leading to a bad, bad place. Separation from God for eternity. But God says that second one, the one you look past because it was too hard, because it was lonely, because not a lot of people are on it, because you got ridiculed for being on it, because you were put down for being stupid or ignorant or bigoted or hateful. God says that narrow path, that's very lonely, that very few people find, that is very hard. He says these stunning words. Find that one. That's the one you want. That's the one that leads to life everlasting. May 28, 2021, I get an email from a stranger. I I, I don't know who this guy is. It says, from Chris Morris. ChrisMorris at gmail.com. Friday, May 28th. I'm reading the email. I printed it. Friday, May 28, 2021, 10.51 a.m. Subject, thank you. Dear Mr. Black, I can't begin to thank you for the generosity you show towards my son, Miles. The divorce between his mom and I has taken a huge toll on him. My heart has been broken because I had no idea how to help him navigate this crisis other than encourage him to go to counseling. I've made numerous attempts to talk to him about what he was going through, but he's been pretty closed up. Then everything changed. One day. See, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting emotional right now. One day. 
Have you had your one day yet? Have you had your one day where enough's enough? Have you had your one day where change is imminent, ready? Have you had your one day of stuffing, 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 stuffing? And if you don't stop stuffing, you're going to snap. Have you had that one day where the phone rings and the doctor needs to see you? Have you had that one day when you find out the innocence of your child is not what you thought it was? And so the letter goes on to say, one day I called him. And it was definitely a different Miles on the phone. Now, please hear this. This is the same Miles. See, I don't know this man, but my son has a friend named Miles. And Miles wanted to go to my training because all my son's friends go to my training. At Burton Adventist Academy, where my kids have went for eight years now, all my kids, uh, many of their teachers and administrators are my graduates because they want to live their life like it matter. And so I said, one day I called him, and it was definitely a different Miles on the phone. We were having a long conversation, which was odd because we only had short ones. He was opening up to me with what was on his heart, which was odd because he used to just stick with small talk. He began to talk about the leadership boot camp you sponsored him for, to hear him embrace healing. He said, I got emotional. He said, and these are all exclamation points. After I got emotional, there's a couple of them. And then he says in the next paragraph, I cannot thank you enough. Again, a lot of those exclamation points. And then he said, you literally changed Miles' life. And I'm forever indebted to you. Thank you again. And there's a whole bunch of those exclamation points. You know how Chris Moore signs his letter? Because he's a pastor. I didn't know this. He says, you are a masterpiece of God's grace, given life, redeemed, adopted, cherished, and empowered by the Father, Son, Spirit. This is his signature on his email. See, he changed. See, Miles came to me, and he had heard many people go through my training. And he saw them change. And he heard my son keep pushing him and pushing him. My son won't let up. He's a black and we blacks, we're pretty committed, pretty consistent, even to an irritating point, right? But Miles had an appointment with Mr. Black. And Mr. Black had an appointment with Miles. And these are preordained, predestined from the beginning of time by God. There's never been a mercy meeting in the Trinity. It was preordained for Miles to be there and for me to be there. But why we have the outcome, please hear this, is what we did with our time. See, there were people in Miles' class who checked the boxes, who did what I asked them to, who were on the surface, and they had a good class. But I don't know if their life's changed. See, it's an inside-out process. What are you doing with your time? Yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is the presence. Why we got to treat it like the gift that it is. That's why I love this understanding. Time is the one commodity that's rare. You cannot replace time. You have a limited amount of time. God knew from the beginning of time before you were a cell in your mother's body or your father's, you know what? <laughs> God already knew your first day and your last day. God already knew the plans he has for you. God already knows your strengths and weaknesses. God already knows every sin you're ever going to accomplish. The term's called omniscience, perfect knowledge. God cannot learn anything or he ceases to learn. 
I mean, ceases to be God. Perfect knowledge. You teach God something, you're God, and I'm telling you right now, your God's a fake God. Because God sits above time. And if he's wondering what you're going to do, then he's not a real God. If he's damaging you and, and, and abusing you and making you feel guilt and shame, he's not a real God. Just telling you. But God gave you a set amount of time. And my God's a return on investment. If you don't believe me, read the two stories about the mina and the talents. All they are is different amounts of money. One's a year's worth of wages. One might be a month's worth of wages. But each time in these two parables, the master gave these three people something. And he wanted to invest them. And he wanted a return on his investment. And when he came back, those that got a return on their investment, he said, well done, my good and faithful servant. For you were, you were noble, you were worthy, you were trustworthy with the little I gave you. So come into my kingdom and I'll give you more. But in both stories, there's one person that stored it away, that didn't make a return on investment, ROI. Because he thought that his master was evil and ruthless and would be demanding his money back. And so he just stuck it on the ground, knowing that someday justice would come calling and knocking at his door. And he wanted to make sure that when justice came knocking on his door, that he had that talent left, that he had that one minor left. And when justice came knocking on his door and he gave him back what he gave him, the master said, you evil servant. You could have put it in the bank and made simple interest. Look what you cost me. Now think about time. God gives us a certain amount of light. But he also gives us a certain amount of time. He gives you all the time that you need to fulfill his purpose for you. But you've got to consider it rare, a commodity. That's why I love this saying. Imagine that there's a bank that credits your account every morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. If that was the case, what would you do? I know what you do, same thing I do. You would draw out every cent, of course, right? And each of us has such a bank account, it's called time. See, every morning it credits us with 86,400 seconds, and every night it writes off as lost. Whatever of this you have failed to invest, see, it carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day it opens a brand new account with the same amount of money, value, commodity, whatever you want to call it. And each night it burns because someday these elements are going to burn on this planet. I don't know sure what you Christians are saving the planet from because you might want to read the book of Revelation. It says God's going to melt this puppy. Now, we're to be good stewards. Don't get me wrong. It's God's planet. Take care of it. Take care of his animals. Take care of his creation. Take care of his people. That's Genesis 9. Go back and read the commitment, the covenant. So each day, each night, it burns the remains of the day. So if you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. There's no going back. See, there's no drawing against tomorrow. We must live in the present on today's deposits. We've got to invest it to get the utmost in our health and our happiness, our success. The time is running. The clock is running. The time is now. This is what it's about, making the most out of the time we've been given. That's key. To realize the value of one year, ask a student who failed a grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, ask lovers who have yet to meet, who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask the person who missed a train, 
got in an accident, missed a plane, whatever it was. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just avoided that accident or who just met the person they're going to spend their life with. To realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who won a silver medal instead of a gold medal. We've got to treasure time. But not just treasure time. When you're fully president, this is what we're going to get to. After the break, we're going to talk about this plant called now. There's a place that, that the only place we can make change, the only place we can fully live our lives like it matters is this little space called now. And we got so many people wrapped up in the past. We got so many people focused on a future that's not guaranteed. But the only place we can make change, the only place we can truly do make a difference is in this place called the now. And this is why you got to understand that there's so much more information around you. And if you're in this moment in time and you're not fully present, you're missing stuff. You're missing people. You're missing pain. You're missing possibilities. You're missing futures. And you're missing rewards because when you change that person's life, the ripple effects will eventually come back to you in some way or some form. So I am Black, and today we're talking about aware of being unaware. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Half off school tuition? It's real. Avail Academy, Blaine or High School campus is offering one 50% off tuition for the upcoming school year for a new family. For more info, go to availacademy.org. Mention the voucher, availacademy.org. The Stone Arch Bridge, the St. Paul Skyline, Gooseberry Falls. You can own one of hundreds of iconic Minnesota images captured by award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for half the regular price. You'll get a signed 36-inch print of your choice for your home, office, or to give as a gift. Normally $500, yours for only $250. Only five of these special print offers are available. So call the station at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. 
And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today we're talking about sensory acuity. Sensory acuity is becoming aware of being unaware. And see, the key here is this we've given so much time. And I've realized a long time ago that we are unconscious creatures. We talk about it all the time that we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Uh, the rest still is being used, but it's dealt with at the unconscious level. So if you're going to make any lasting change, you've got to follow the rules of the unconscious brain. This is just how you work. Uh, so you can consciously make a decision, do something, but then it comes to the point of decision, and old programming interrupts that. Old programming says, I don't need to go to the gym. I'm tired. I'm going to rest. Old programming says, oh, it's no big deal if I have this piece of chocolate cake. Uh, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, my, my identity is not attached to my weight. Um, you see, it's what we do in the now moment. We could absolutely be sitting here right now committed to change. Uh, consciously, you're making the decision. But the problem is your unconscious mind runs the ship. Remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Uh, in our life. I mean, if you start adding this up, we have something like one exabyte of, of information going through our head every single day. We have overload. We're taking too much sensory-based data. We're seeing things in, in huge color graphic, whether it be on, on the internet or on games or on movies. We can live stream now with Netflix and all these 10 different um, streaming uh, services. And then you got all the networks and you have all the cable stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The ultimate distraction, right? Shiny object, squirrel, what, what, what? And then we got all this stuff. Look at ESPN. Look at how many different sports there are. Look at how many people get lost in sports. If they're not watching sports, if they're not playing sports, they got their kids in summer league. They got their kids in uh, um, high level this all year long. So do you see what the devil's doing to you children of God? Those of you that are supposed to be about the father's business, you see how, how he's got you preoccupied, preoccupado? With everything else that doesn't matter, with everything else that's temporal, not eternal, with everything else that really, if you put it on a scale at the end of your life, has no value. See, you miss it because you're just going through the motions. We're just checking boxes. We're just getting through things. We're getting through the week. We're getting through the month. We're getting through the year. We're getting through the next anniversary. We're getting through the school year. We're getting through the football season. We're getting through the summer. We're getting through the winter. We're getting through the COVID-19. We're getting through the mask mandates. We're getting through. Don't you see? Don't you hear it? Stop for a moment. And if you're driving, I don't mean stop your car, please. <laughs> don't you see it? The enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. That's how we lose the importance of our love for God. That's how we lose the importance of our love of our bride, of our husband. The one that we looked at one day and said, that's the one. The one that we stood on the altar with said, that's the one. The one that we looked up to God and said, that's the one. And let's be honest, in the six months, you wondered if that's the one, right? <laughs> and now after 16 years... You still doubt every once in a while. The devil puts that in there. Is that the one? You know who the one is? Who you decide to be the one. That's it. 
That's who the one is. It's a decision. There are many prearranged marriages around the world that are good marriages. Not all. There's a lot of people who get married on their own design, and half of them are divorced within two years. You can't say that about prearranged marriages. Now, some are bad. Some are, are some that people decide are bad. Because you just got to make a choice. Remember, love's not a feeling. Love's a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For I so love you that I do something about it. I pay for this radio show. I do like, like it matters. If you want to change your life, 48 hours I can guarantee you will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net. We got a class July 21st in Dallas. We got eight people in it. I can do 16. I'll do eight, and I'll change eight lives. But think about it. Where else in your life do you miss an opportunity? Why? Because you don't know what time it is. Remember, time has two Greek words, kairos and chronos. Chronos is the time on your, as you're driving your car, you're looking at your clock there. That's, that's chronos. If you look at your watch, that's chronos. But kairos is Ecclesiastes 3. Let me give you Ecclesiastes 3. You know it. Even if you're a Christian or not, you know this. You've heard it. It's quoted in many secular books. It's Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, the New Living Translation. It says a time for everything. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down, a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. See, sensory acuity, when you become aware of being unaware, see, there's all this data around you. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of things going on at the unconscious level because we're afraid. And what happens in my training is I require full presence in the class. So I have to teach people how to be in the now moment. So I have to be intense. I got to control their visual field. I can control what they're, what they're looking at, uh, what they're doing. It, it's a very narrow path, and that's why it takes a day, day and a half to get everybody on board because I introduce them the narrow path. And because what I'm doing is I'm in creating an intense state of focus. They're not aware of what I'm doing. I don't tell them. I do my training non-didactively because it's hell in most people's head. Between the stimulus and response, for most people, it's a nightmare. Between the stimulus and response, for most people, it's trauma. Between the stimulus and response, for most people, it's drama. See, remember, the mind is six times faster than you can talk. This is how God made you. So if you look at transactional analysis that says there's a stimulus and response, that's a communication. That's a transaction. You got to realize because the mind is six times faster than we can talk, here's what happens. When someone says something or does something, there's a stimulus. We don't respond to that. What we do is we go to what we know. A dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. Why? Because that's what dogs do and that's what pigs do. And that's what humans do. You just got to understand the condition, the human condition. You know, the Bible says the heart is, is wicked and ill. God, five chapters into the Bible of a huge book, was, was repentant about creating man. He made a mistake. Shouldn't have done that. I mean, this is the people we're dealing with. This is who you are. This is how you're blessed to be married, that your spouse puts up with you. <laughs> this is how blessed you are to be a child of God because your God puts up with you, Right? You got to realize that about yourself. You're flawed. You're broken. All fall short of the glory of God. 
put it on with honor, and then you adopt the sign under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. But you've got to be aware, all this time that God gives you, what good is it if you're not fully present? See, if you're in a yesterday or tomorrow, then you're missing it. The, the Spanish word for worry, you know, worry, the second greatest commandment in the Bible is do not fear, do not worry, do not fret. You know why? You know, the Spanish word for worry is preocupado. Now, I don't say it as good as my Latino friends, and I'm not going to call you a taco. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, how stupid. I can't believe what the race We have the most racist White House, and, and you guys are okay with racism as long as you flip the colors. The last time I checked, racism is racism, and you can't drive out racism with racism. That's what Dr. King was talking about, and yet so racist. Everything's about skin color. Comparing Latinos to tacos I mean, only a racist would think, not, not even think twice about that. I mean, in today's hyperly sensitive world, th- that tells you exactly how they think. It's all about brown. It's all about black. And remember, the most evil people in the world are white Christians. We know that from our, our Biden. Joe Biden says biggest threat to his presidency are white Christians. You know, the biggest threat to the devil's comm- uh, desires are Christians who are walking with God. Who've died to themselves. Sensory acuity. How much do you realize about the moment you're in? So Richard Butler, who's a qualified practitioner of NLP, just a basic practitioner. He does life coaching, business coaching. He's in Spain. I just pulled this from his website. So it's a little piece. So he's talking about sensory acuity. And he says some people are more tuned in or in tune to fine details, while others remember very little about the situation. And then he has this exercise. He says, take two minutes to describe your watch in detail without actually looking at your watch. So just off the top of your head, explain your watch, okay? Uh, without looking at it. You can't look at it now. You've had your watch for a long time. Well, you could do this with anything else. Does your watch have a second hand? Does it move smoothly or does it tick incrementally? What color is the face of the watch? Does the face have writing on it? Is your watch digital? Does it tell time in 12-hour increments or military 24-hour time? Is there a date function? What is the date function located on the face? What does the watch strap look like? What is it made of? What color is the strap? See, for some people, the above exercise is easy. For others, it's difficult. A watch can be something you look at every day but don't notice the details. See, sensory acuity looks at making you more aware of details in things around you. And by looking at things with increased sensory acuity, you tend to see things that other people miss. That's why people think I read their mind. There's all this data. Is this person visual, auditory, kinesthetic? Is this person processing their emotion? They've been intellect. What are the key words that they're using? How do they sit? What is the, uh, uh, their, their desk look like? When they talk to people, how do they talk? Is there a certain word or certain emotion that comes back over and over and over? And see, this is important. It's called sensory acuity. Applying this to a business situation, you'll be more aware of small movements in the body, change in voice tone, or maybe when you meet with a client, you'll notice something in their office that gives you a clue to understanding them better. You may notice rapid breathing or change in skin tone that when you bring something up, that shows you it's either important or fear of theirs. The more observant you are to the details, the more you can help judge judge someone's mood, change in attitude, and their buying signals. Remember, selling is nothing more than getting someone to, to agree to buy your opinion, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, your service, or your product. And so after the break, I'm going to show you all the detail that's available. 
But you've got to be aware. You've got to be fully present in the now moment. You got to be aware of what you're seeing. You got to be aware of what you're hearing. You got to be aware of what you're feeling. And you got to be aware of how the other person is responding and in what ways. And so after the break, we're going to do a big download of all this data that's readily available. I'm Black, and today we're talking about being aware of being unaware. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about becoming aware of being unaware. There is so much that we're missing. Uh, some people don't get how much they're missing. You come to my class. Go to likeitmatters.net. I will show you how much you're missing. When you come home, that same spouse that you're irritating with, tired with, kind of all have all those agitations, you'll look at them with new eyes. 
those kids that uh, you forgot how blessed you were to have them, uh, you'll look at them with new eyes. Uh, you'll be able to talk about anything, no matter how tough a conversation. Uh, your heart will be open. You'll be able to clean up some of the brokenness, some of the hurt, some of the pain from the past that you're carrying around. You'll create, have a brand new vision. You'll leave the, the mission and a vision. You'll be cleaned up. You'll have a clear vision moving forward. You'll understand how you work. Uh, man, it's a, uh, yeah, but you wouldn't want to take two days of your life to do that, right? No, you wouldn't want to spend that money doing that. It's a lot better to build that second cabin that you go to every weekend, right? A lot better to get that fourth car. A lot better to put that extra swimming pool next to that jacuzzi next to your half a million dollar home. You know, uh, what do you value? What do you value? For me, I value people. I value time because God gives us a limited amount of time and what you do with it, you'll be held to account for. What do you think shared at your eulogy? When you're in a box and all these people that your life interacted with them, you know what they're going to tell people? What you did with your time. There's a wisdom in time. One day a wise man asked a question. What is time? His answer was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The one who asked the question was disappointed. That's it? Well, the wise man said, then listen to the story. There was today, which wanted to become always, yesterday said. I always wanted to become always. I'm sorry. I also wanted to become always when I was you. Did you ask always how it does that, inquired today? I asked, and... By changing was its answer. By becoming tomorrow from today. But that means, today thought, that always does not belong to itself. It is always someone else. It means that something is making it do that. But what is it? Yesterday said, maybe it's time. What is time? Today asked. It's only you and me and also tomorrow. The one who was asking the wise man said nothing because another person who was silent before joined the conversation. But wise man, it means that time is the one thing what passes, and that is wrong. It can also last by stopping. The wise man looked it in with curiosity and answered with a smile, you are right. Sometimes today can last hundreds and thousands of years before it passes. Sometimes it feels like yesterday has come back and we're living in it. There's a little bit of tomorrow in yesterday and in today, but we rarely recognize it. It turns out that there's only this trinity. That's a deep story. And the point of this is what good is to have all this time if you're sleepwalking through it? What good is to have all this time that you pray for and that you don't do something with it. What good is it to be given all this time on this planet? We want to pray for people who are sick, pray for people who are dying. I don't know about you, but this is not my best life. That when I take my last breath, death, where is your sting? I'm not afraid to die. I'm not interested in the process. I'm looking forward to being on the other side. But I want to make sure that I use the most of my time. See, that's what my personal mission's about, is to make sure that the time God has given me, only he knows what it is, is used effectively 
to the glory of God. The word sin is an archery term. It means to miss the mark. We've all been given gifts, talents, trauma, and drama. We've all been given a set amount of time. And what are you doing with it? And if you're not fully present in the now moment, remember the Spanish word for worry is preoccupado. Preoccupado. Do you hear it? See, it cannot be day and night at the same time. Two opposing forces cannot occupy the same space and time. It's, it cannot be day and night at the same time. You cannot be grateful and a victim at the same time. See, that's why the deep state and state-run media want you to be a victim because every victim needs a rescuer. And if the government can rescue, then they own you. They will tell you what to wear. They will tell you what to eat. They will tell you when to get a shot. They will tell you when to mask up. They will tell you when to stay home. They will tell you when to step out. They will tell you that Jesus is the head of the largest hate group in the world called Christianity. They will tell you that white people are evil and they just hate black people. And they will tell you that black people are victims and can't take care of themselves, that they can't even get an ID. I mean, at some point, you got to be aware of what's going on. you got to be aware of being unaware. Well, you're being manipulated, people. And if you're unaware, then you're, you're nothing more than Pinocchio. The problem is it's not Jehovah Geppetto pulling your strings. It's the world. And last time I checked that the prince of the power of the air, the prince of this world, uh, is Beelzebub. All right? Go to Genesis 3. We hand it over. But that's okay. Go to Revelations. Because... Paul was in that third heaven, and he was weeping because no one was worthy to open the scroll. And the scroll is a deed to planet Earth. But then a hand put, was put on him and said, do not fear, do not worry. And then they found someone worthy to open the scroll. It's all about sensory acuity. Sensory acuity enables a leader to stop mind reading and to start having more accuracy. It's, the term's called calibrating, determining by criteria, not guessing what the body language is telling them what their vo- what the words are telling them. This is crucial to any person-to-person interaction. This is why I've got uh, been blessed to change uh, tens of thousands of lives because I'm actually uh, aware of being unaware. I'm actually fully present with people. Sensory acuity can also be referred to as sensory awareness, and it's a fundamental pillar of neurolinguistic programming. For any NLP technique to work effectively, we always need to establish rapport. And rapport, I've talked about it before, is an unconscious connection. And the way you establish rapport, you've got to get out of your own map of reality. You've got to get out of your ego, out of your head, and step into another person's reality. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it. You just have to understand it. You see, if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? And asking questions to understand the issue of the client, you know, that you're working with this person. Sensory acuity allows you to notice when you find an area to begin working on. People communicate through their physiology, through their words, through their gestures. It's all data right in front of you. But if you're not aware of that data, you're missing it. And any general, any warrior that misses things, man, look at, look at Russia. Russia missed a lot of things. They miscalculated and here's a war that Biden thought would be over in four days. Why well, do you think Biden's not really helping them? He's giving them all of our money, giving them all of our stuff. But we could end this thing real quick, let's be honest. But he's too afraid. He's too afraid. 
And so we're just sending billions of dollars uh, and pretending like we're supporting them. We're just delaying how long it takes for Russia to take over. And then we'll say, look what we did. We cared about you. There are people dying, children dying. No one seems to care because now there's January 6th hearings. They want you to know how evil Donald Trump is because elections are coming up. And they've got to scare you enough that you'll vote for the regime in power right now. All these Democrats that they're destroying our country, confusing our kids. But if you can be afraid, see, sensory acuity is the ability to be acutely aware of the detail in front of you. Are you aware of it? So this is what you got to get. There's so much information. There's so much under the surface. This is why we do stress tests, right? If you're having heart problems, you go to a doctor and they put you, they push it. They see what's under the surface. If you have a money problems or a sick child for long term, sometimes a marriage crumbles. What happened? It put pressure and all the stuff that was already in there is coming to the surface. And remember, you're dealing with people. And people process three ways. We're sensory-based creatures. We do it visually. We do it auditorily. We do it kinesthetically. Then Albert Moravian says the 73855 uh, rule of personal communication. Personal communication is broken out of 7% spoken word. 38% voice tone qualities, 55% body language. Don't you see? Things that they're hearing, things that they're seeing, and things that they're feeling. And you can tell who's visual, who's odd, or who's kinesthetic by listening to words, by watching their breathing, by watching their posture. Their voice tone and speed tells you about that. Rules, when they're talking, what are they doing with their eyes? How they respond under stress. How their eyes move, gestures, spacing, emotionally, their communication, problem solving, the, how they operate in their office, their desk. All that gives you information. And then when you establish rapport with someone and you step in their map reality and you walk in their pain, you walk in their confusion, you walk in their issue, now you have new eyes to see it because you're getting new information. And then this person knows that you care about them. And I learned this a long time ago, and I lived this. People don't care how much they know until they know how much they care. And for them to know how much you care, you need to be fully present in the now moment. You need to become aware of being unaware. That's what we do here on this radio show. That's what we do at likeitmatters.net. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. I'm out of here. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business, and just overall it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.